Welcome to this very special bonus episode of Safe Station Radio, where I, your host Dustin, and my co-host Connor... Hi, hi there. ...will be not walking through a game this time, ladies and gentlemen, but more a video game presentation. That's right, we are talking about the X, Xbox... the PlayStation 5 reveal event. And... God, there's a lot to talk about. Let's top level it right now. What did you think of the event? Um, well, it sort of caught me by surprise. Normally, I'm pretty, pretty on board, pretty, you know, ready to jump on immediately. This one, I was like, oh yeah, I guess I'll tune in. Um, but I, I really liked it. You know, they, we'll get into what they actually revealed. But at the start of it, I was not really on board. But then by the end, I think they they had hooked me um i think it was really well handled you know it's overly produced because it's not live anymore because you know e3's canceled and all that but um the way they did it where they had very minimal talking they just let the gameplay speak for itself i really enjoyed that i love these kind of events i really do i loved e3 when that was still a thing um unfortunately it's dead now R.I.P. But these things are so special to me, and I love watching them. And when they do them right, they're amazing. And honestly, I don't say this lightly, I think this event rivals some of the best ones. Like, I think this is up there with whatever the, people call it the Year of Dreams, but the one where they, like, announced Final Fantasy VII Remake and Kingdom Hearts Three. Like, it's up there, man. I really had a good time watching this. And to be honest, it's because a lot of the games appealed to me. This was one of the only types of events where, with the exception of games that just aren't my thing, almost everything else spoke to me in some kind of way, right? And I just, I was blown away by it. Yeah, um, I don't know the exact number of reveals. I have a list here, but I'm not going to count uh, them That out. being said, just to get this out of the way real quick, this will be an episode with minimal editing, so if it sounds a little rough around the edges um, i'm just not going to spend too much time editing this tonight because we want to get this out as soon as possible because this is more of a timely thing we thought it'd be fun to do and for full disclosure we were actually going to record our last of us episode right now but this happened and i got all excited about it and wanted to talk about this with connor so instead we're doing this and we'll record last of us tomorrow but for now this is what we're doing so sorry if this isn't up to the normal quality standard, but I just want to yell about PlayStation because this made me so happy. Yeah, for sure. I was completely on board the whole time. Uh, I think there was only like maybe two or three announcements that I just didn't click with, but the rest I'm very on board. Yep. Uh, are you ready to get into it? Yeah, let's start off with the worst opening to the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude, they did this and I was like, why? So, real talk, this is probably one of the best video game conferences ever, but why did they open it? Well, actually, they opened it with a hype montage with the old PlayStation logo, which, if you want to give me chills, just do that. No matter what it is, put that logo in front of anything, I'll go, oh, can't wait. Um, <laughs> yeah, the PS1 yeah, boot-up with... sounds and all that. Yeah. But they opened with GTA V. <laughs> Coming to PS5, which, first of all, duh. But second of all, why why did you do that? That's not putting your best foot forward. That's a 2013 game. It's great, but you don't need to... Like, don't open your entire, like, new PS5 games. Look at these amazing graphics with this old-ass game. It's It was weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I do not understand that choice at all. By the time it comes out in 2021, when it's estimated to be released on PS5, it's going to be eight years old. <laughs> Like, that is insane. And I kind of understand why they did it. You know, they want something recognizable at the start of the show, but mainly they wanted to put that, you know, disclaimer right at the front that all of the footage from all of these trailers is being run off the PS5. And I guess the Grand Theft Auto trailer was not. So they're like, we'll just put it here and then we'll put the thing that says, hey, look, the rest of them are going to look really great. It was it was the like closest I came to this in this conference to having that like disappointment roller coaster, where the Rockstar logo flashes up and I'm like, oh holy shit, already in a new game, and then it's just GTA Five. I was like, oh, yeah, I was like GTA Bummer. Six, let's go, and then they're like, mm, actually, uh, this eight year old game is gonna keep fucking making money, so whatever. And the crazy thing about that is, and I understand why they did it, because hey, GTA Five, probably the best selling PS4 game. 
will probably be the best-selling PS5 game. Let's be honest. Like, that game is insane. It sells... It's... I want to say... And this might be a crazy thing to say, but we're live on this, doing this now. I want to say that's the highest-selling entertainment product of all time. Like, I, selling I more than... Right. And then um, Anne Frank Anne Frank's diary, like that's insane. <laughs> so it makes sense. I get it. It just was a little bit of a downer. But whatever. It was a quick trailer, and who cares? We have so many good things to talk about. Uh, also, with that, GTA Online will be free uh, for PS Plus, I guess. So there's some there's some goodies with that. Um. So, next, oh, I'm so excited. We got Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Fuck yeah, let's go. (laughs) I never in a million years would have guessed that this would be announced here. I thought it was too soon. Spider-Man only came out a couple years ago. Wow. And this is coming out this holiday. Yeah, I mean, I was was kind of expecting it just because the Spider-Man... Marvel Spider-Man on PS4 sold like crazy, and also it's Marvel, it's very recognizable. So I'm sure they probably put a ton of money into making a sequel as quick as possible. But, yeah, I mean, leading off with it was, I mean, after GTA V, because that doesn't count. But leading off with it with those graphics, and you can see the all of the technical aspects that they bragged about the console like being shown in this trailer and then also you get miles morales who is basically my favorite spider-man character so you know getting all of that right off the bat was like oh damn like they're going hard for this new console so cool and i wonder because it isn't called spider-man 2 it's called miles morales if this is a full game and because it is only two years after that game is this more of a like uncharted lost legacy style release like a $40 release um we don't know but it did get me thinking about that yeah I think that could be but it being a sequel wouldn't be too bad because I think a lot of the like a lot of the work that went into the original was just building that replica of New York and all that so you know just reusing that and then reusing the character models from the original maybe update them a little bit um add all those fun ray tracing lighting stuff um i don't think i think you could be a quick turnaround especially if they have all of that playstation and marvel money yeah and it's insomniac who are you know insanely talented and kind of known for getting things out pretty quickly like there's not too many gaps between insomniac games uh as we'll see later on in this presentation they work with multiple teams and they kind of hand off projects so i'm I guess thinking about it critically, I'm not super surprised it's this soon, but I'm also super surprised it's this soon. Awesome. And the crazy thing is, we're going to learn more about this game soon. We have to, because it's coming out this holiday. Hell yeah. yeah. It has to be really soon, and and we have to see more PlayStation 5 info as a whole, but this will definitely be right along with it. I think this will be killer app for the console. Yeah, Really excited. 100%. Can we just move so then to the after other Insomniac the, oh, game? <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Well, because the next uh, one is after, just Gran Turismo 7. and It's Gran Turismo 7, which, of course, I I put out a little prediction tweet before this, and I completely forgot to mention it. Uh, but, yeah, of course. Duh. Uh, it's, it's a pretty car game. This is one of the announcements that falls flat for me, not because it doesn't look good, but because I don't care about car games. That's not its fault. It's my fault. Yeah, it's just, um, I've seen a lot of, you know, trailers for Gran Turismo games, and every time I see one, I'm like, wow, this game looks really pretty, and then I'm like, oh yeah, it's about cars. Eh, okay. (laughs) That's car games, though. It's so, car games are such a good way to show off new technology. It's, you you can always make that car look better. (laughs) Like, it's honestly, they're always, they're always being impressive, so this doesn't shock me, and the crowd who likes Gran Turismo, which is enormous, by the way, like, Gran Turismo on the PS2 and PS1 are like the best-selling games on those systems. So cool if you're that, and I'm, I'm happy for you. But yeah, it's just not for for us. It sounds like. But then we get to what is potentially my favorite announcement, and yes, it's Insomniac. 
And yes, it's the new Ratchet and Clank. Hell fucking yeah. Oh my god, this this came out of nowhere for me, but holy shit, it looks so good. See, this is the one I was expecting. I was like, I think they're going to do a new Ratchet and Clank. It makes sense. It's about time. And Spider-Man was the one that was like, oh shit, they're doing that instead. But then they also did this? Oh, Insomniac, you're crazy. <laughs> You've been busy. Yeah. And they do have stu- two studios, but... Oh my god, this looks so phenomenal. I cannot wait. This is the thing that I watched this and I went, I guess I'm buying a goddamn PS5. <laughs> Damn it. Launch window, let's go. Yeah, Damn this it. was this trailer also, you know, Gran Turismo is right before this, and I'm like, oh yeah, this game's really pretty. Um, Ratchet and Clank, when that trailer came up, really surprised me and was a really great way to show load times, which you can't really do in a trailer. But having... You know, Ratchet and Clank jump through these dimensional rifts into entirely different planets with their own geometry and textures and lighting and having that all loaded like instantaneously. I was like, oh, damn, the PS5 is powerful. Yeah, it's just, man, I love this series. I love these characters. And honestly, this event to jump ahead just a tad had so many 3D platformers and 3D action adventure games, which are like my jam. And that's a series that does not, uh, that's those are genres that don't get enough love in my opinion. So I think it's part of the reason why I love this event so much. And this was just the tip of the iceberg for that stuff. And man, I'm so excited. Uh, by yeah, the way, the name of the game is someone... Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. We didn't mention, but that's the subtitle. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, speaking as someone that hasn't played any ratchet and clank game i'm still very excited you know i've been meaning to get around to them and if i just run through all of them before this one then that's a looks to be quite the quite the installment in the franchise yeah really stoked about it um then next we got a new square enix title called project uh etha etha athia yeah um looks neat we don't know too much about it we saw some snippets of gameplay to me i saw it and went this kind of looks like a fantasy themed superhero game uh kind of giving me mistborn or um stormlight archive vibes if you've ever read those books which are phenomenal by the way and uh more important to me because they didn't talk about it during the trailer but the writer of this game came out. Uh, he's been working on it with a bunch of other people. His name is Gary Witta. He wrote Rogue One. Um, oh, if you... okay. Yeah, so, like, I'm pretty excited now that I know that. And also, I just it just looked really cool. Um, again, not a lot of information on it, but cool. Yeah, I mean, it's using... Um, it's using the square enix like engine that they've had that they used for final fantasy 15 and 7 remake and it looks really great for that you know it looks like it's a step up for the new console but um and that's a reoccurring theme for this whole presentation every game looks fantastic on this (laughs) um but having a new square enix property is really great for square enix fans if you want it looks like a fantasy superhero game that's probably why why I'm interested in it, but um, yeah, looks super cool. Yeah, looked looked really dope. Um, then next we got a new new game from Annapurna Interactive called Stray. Uh, looks like a lot of cats, a lot of humanoid cats running around doing stuff. I kind of missed this trailer a bit. I was tweeting, um, but it's got a cool look. Lots of neon, which I always appreciate. Yeah, this um, one came on. A... This trailer came on the stream, and I saw a robot sitting there with its little robot face and i was like okay you already sold me on this game (laughs) i'm good yeah it looks cool um we didn't really get a sense of what kind of game it is i'm guessing it's probably like a telltale style adventure game but we don't really know um i don't know it looks neat i'm into for some reason it for some reason it struck me as a 3d platformer where you play as the cat oh interesting which we know literally like nothing about this but I would be totally down for a game where you play as a cat in a world of robots. 100%. That is absolutely more appealing to me. But it, 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 the art style alone is is really cool. Um, then next we got kind of a confirmation of settings and like things about the, the PS5. Things that we kind of already knew. Um, I just want to call out 
4K Ultra Blu-ray player, which fucking finally. Yeah, Why that got me did it excited. take you this long to put that in there? That shouldn't get us excited. They should have had that in the PS Pro. Like, that's ridiculous. But whatever. Um, but it's all the stuff they've kind of talked about before in that presentation Mark Sony did a while ago. Um, yeah, you get the SSD, the ray tracing, um, the 3D sound, which I think is only going to matter to people with really good headphones or surround sound speakers, but it's cool that it's there. Um, and then the haptic and all that for the controller it seems really cool. I, uh, I'm not sold on the design of the controller, but the actual practicality is super cool, and I won't truly know how i feel about the controller until i hold it but yeah it's it's not new information but it's still pretty exciting yeah it was shown nicely like you called it overproduced earlier i loved the graphics packages they used to transition between games and announcements i thought they looked really nice and the whole presentation had a nice style and i i don't know this information i thought they did a good job of showing this information which i think normally would be kind of boring um really quickly and snappily with nice visuals um so i'll give them props for that also i will say every time i see the ps5 controller i like it a little more i hated it when i first saw it and i'm I'm growing on it to be honest yeah same i think when i looked at it i'm like oh this is such a wild departure from the playstation 4 controller but so is the PlayStation 4 controller from the 3, so, like, you know, I'll I'll get over it. And honestly, I'm kind of sick of video game consoles and controllers just being black obelisk boxes, you know? Like, I, I and we'll get to this in a minute when we talk about the PS5. I don't know if it's such a good thing, but I'm glad they're doing something different with the visual design and aesthetic, uh, but we'll get there in a minute. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about... Let's see what was next. Returnal, it looks like. Oh, Returnal, yes. Marquee. From Housemark. Um, and if you don't know, this is the developers of Resogun, which launched with the PS4 and various other titles like that. So this looks like a pretty big depo- depo- departure from what they normally do, which is kind of arcade-style score-based games. This was a third-person shooter, it looked like. Cool. Yeah, I mean, um, it's a little weird to see another game tease that's time loop based because <laughs> we already have two coming out in the immediate future um but you know that's not a bad thing i do love those kinds of games um and it looks like a, the story at least from what the trailer was giving me was a more you know fantastical version of the game observation um it just had that kind of vibe to it and the gameplay, you know, looks like a third-person shooter to me. But, um, yeah, I think the graphics and the setting definitely sold me on this one. Yeah, and to be honest, even though they've never made a game quite like this before, they make quality games. And I would encourage everybody, you probably, if you bought a PS4 at launch, you probably do have Resogun because they gave it away as PS Plus, like, as it launched. And that game is amazing. So check out some of their titles. They're really good. So I'm, I'm really curious about this one. Um, next, if Ratchet, if Ratchet & Clank and Spider-Man are some of my favorite announcements, this next game is my favorite like surprise period. I never expected it. Uh, and that is Sackboy A Big Adventure. Damn, this looked really good. This is basically a little big planet game that is uh, copying Mario 3D Land slash World, like a 3D platformer version of this series, and I was really into it. Like, what a cute little game. It looks awesome. Yeah, um, I was really curious, because the t- trailer didn't really say anything about it, but a big selling point of the little Big Planet games is the level creation and the level sharing. So I don't know how... Well, I, I know how they might do that, because they did also do Dreams, but um, I don't know, it just the way that it didn't show that i was kind of like oh this could be a departure from little big planet and maybe it's only tied to it and by the characters but i mean if it's a solid 3d platformer then that's that's good enough for me i'm i'm a fan of platformers yeah and um just to clear up some information there this one's not developed by media molecule the developers of dreams and the other little big planet games this is sumo digital well, I actually believe developed Little Big Planet 3, but they've also done like the Sonic racing games and some other stuff. 
Okay, that's where I recognize the name then. Yeah, um, and I gotta imagine Media Molecule is doing Dreams for PS5. I can't imagine they're just gonna let that one go. Uh, which yeah. is a cool game, by the way. People should check out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, but I was really into it. Even if it doesn't have the level creating stuff, just the core gameplay looked really fun, and I'm I'm always down for a good 3D platformer. There are not enough of them, and I need more. I'm hungry for more. Well, and I'm glad that companies other than Nintendo are doing it as well, because I love Nintendo, but we can't just have one company doing this entire genre, <laughs> other than the indie scene, yeah. of course. Totally. Um... So next we have Destruction All-Stars. Uh, and I can't... The developer of this one is called Lucid, I believe? Yep, that's what I'm um, looking at. I wish... I, I liked this trailer. I kind of wish it had given a little more information as to what the game is. It To me, it looked like an arena combat game. I think with cars, where you can get out of the cars and run around. Yeah, I don't know. It, it looked interesting, looked like though. Me... I will give it that. What it looked like to me was an Overwatchification version of Twisted Metal. <laughs> oh, that's an interesting call. Yeah. Huh. Um, which we've yeah, seen this right. kind of as a trend since Overwatch, where they're like, oh, we're going to just make them these, you know, not overly cartoony, but still pretty cartoony humanoid characters. And we're going to have these, you know, bold character designs, and then we're going to have the gameplay. Um so it looks like they took the sort of twisted metal formula and then applied that to it. You know, we've seen that with games like, um, uh, now I'm spacing on the names. What is that one teen combat game that's coming out with all the fun characters? Rocket League? I don't know. Uh, no, it was that, um, characters. I don't know. This game gave me overwatch and rocket league vibes yeah um, kind of a mix of the two yeah are you thinking of paladins no um it was shown at e3 last year i thought it was um i don't know it's not really There's important like a billion of those games to be honest with you yeah that's uh, true but it's but, such a trend i will now say that it's like okay uh yeah it's fine um honestly this trailer made me think of another game that was shown off at E3 last year, and that's the um, roller skating uh, rink game. Oh. <laughs> roller Champions, one? that's what that yeah. one's called. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, that yeah. game looks cool. And then this one just didn't really sell me. Yeah, I need to see more from it. I think at its core level, like I want to know, is there an advantage to being out of the car? Um, and it showed a bunch of stuff like, people standing on top of cars and moving like that. I, I don't know. I think it could have potential. I just, they need to show me that potential, right? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, shout out to them for having what seems to be a unique concept for these games. Like I said, there's a billion games that look like this. So I don't know. It's at least got some of my attention. Yep. Uh, um, yeah. Next one, next game reveal was Kina bridge of spirits. Um, looking rad in my opinion i loved this trailer yeah well the look of it really reminded me of things like ori in the blind forest not quite as you know extremely colorful as that game is but um i was really into it, it looks like a 3d action game that i'm all about um and then they I was like, okay, this is pretty cool, you know, it's got that look, and, and then they showed the little spirit guys, and I'm like, fuck yeah, this is a Zelda clone that's got Pikmin in it, I'm all about that. <laughs> yeah, it looks really cool, I'm, I, I, I really like the style of it, it kind of was giving me, like, Kubo and the Two Strings vibes, obviously yeah, not I in can the see that. Asian theming, but just, just in general, it kind of had that look, which I'm into, the gameplay looked really fun, um, I, I, yeah, just joining one of the long list of titles. And I went, that's cool. I need to keep that in the back of my head because that looks awesome. Yeah, I mean, if it even if it's like fucking Star Fox Adventures with Pikmin in it, then I'm all about it. <laughs> and to be fair, it looked better than that. Like the combat had a, had oh, a yeah, nice no, flow that's to a, it, it looked like. Yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> that's, that's a false equivocal. I don't think that it's going to be that bad. 
Yeah. So then next we had Goodbye Volcano High, which looks like a cute little adventure game um, starring some dinosaurs. And then the logo has a meteor in it. So you're like, oh, that's going to be mm. sad. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Um, this is by, uh, I think it's Co-op, I think is how it's pronounced. It's K-O underscore O-P. Um, and the only other game that I know by them is uh, Nog. Oh, yeah. Um, and okay. I actually saw this game because I'm on their um, their mailing list and they sent the mailing list an early like look at this game and I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, if you haven't played it, Nog is also pretty cool. That's just kind of a cute little game. It's on Steam and PS4. Um, but I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, this looks cool. I like the character designs. I like the, um, you know, the sort of teen high school thing that they got going so yeah it definitely has a look and i'm sure it'll break your heart um it kind of gave me that vibe which you know cool i'm, but I'm it glad also, to see go ahead um it also showed that the ps5 is like really capable of producing not just these you know breathtaking lighting and 3d objects and stuff but like it could outputting at 4k is no slouch for um for those 2d images it really brings those images to life so having that hand animated look to it like this one does still really bringing out in 4k really looks great totally and shout out to sony for both showcasing awesome looking big giant AAA games and these littler indie games like really cool i loved how we bounced between a ton of different games with a ton of different styles like Shout out to them for that, honestly. Uh, next we have, and I tweeted about this too, I was like, man, I gotta get into the Oddworld series because this next trailer was the shit. I loved it. Oh my god. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna definitely put that on our production list because I also want to play through all the Oddworld games. Um, I'm big into the Oddworld universe, even though I've only ever finished New and Tasty. But I've been following this game since its announcement, and holy shit, looking at it on the PS5, I'm like, oh man, this game looks so cool, <laughs> so good. There's something about character designs that are both disgusting and cute that I really love, and these guys fit that criteria. I'm like, I hate that, but I kind of love it. They're like pugs, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. I love the, you know, they have the big eyes, but then they also have their mouths sewn shut sometimes, and they got the weird proportions, and, um, yeah, man. So, Oddworld Soulstorm, as this is called, um, is actually a complete reimagining of Oddworld Abe's Exodus for the PS1. Um, New and Tasty was a remake of Abe's Odyssey from the PS1, but it was like a straight, just keep the same level design we're going to remake it from the ground up but it's going to be the same game this is a complete reimagining of what the second game was um and they're adding like a ton of different mechanics completely original levels um and the lighting and the characterization and the cutscenes, and it all looks so good yeah man and in case we didn't say it the subtitle for this is Soulstorm. um yeah it just it looks great I want to hang out with Warren Lanning. He seems like a fun grandpa. <laughs> he seems like such a cool dude. He's uh he's been on the kind of funny, on kind of funny a couple times, and he he always seems like a pleasant, like just fun guy. Yeah, and he's super um, passionate about these this world and everything he makes, and he just surrounds himself with people who are also passionate about it. It seems like a super cool project, yeah. and it's, I mean, I don't remember what date they said if they said a date, but it looks good. No, they I'll, didn't. I'll definitely be getting it. Yeah. And then next. Ugh, there's so many cool shit. I keep forgetting about stuff. Oh Tokyo. Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh. Wow. So this so this game was um initially shown off in just a CG trailer at E3 last year. Yep. And watching the CG trailer, I'm like, "Holy fuck, this game looks dope." And then they're like, oh, hey, we're going to show a trailer with actual, like, gameplay from it now. I'm like, holy shit, this game looks dope. <laughs> Shout out to that trailer. And, and this is Tango Gameworks, the developers of The Evil Within. 
that trailer initially, it made me think, oh, this is going to be like another Evil Within game, like a third-person survival horror. This is a first-person action game. Like, yeah, but not a first-person shooter, which is super interesting to me. I I just wasn't expecting this. Like, I wasn't expecting it to be in first person. I wasn't expecting it to look dope as it does. It gives me heavy Bioshock vibes, which is a good thing. Like, I am so into this game. Yeah, just the way like that you can see that your character moving in that first person perspective reminded <laughs> me a lot of um, Mirror's Edge, just in the movement. But man, the combat looks super like punchy. The sound effects were great. It looks like it's using all of the enemy designs from classic Japanese like folk stories and like ghost stories, you know, that sort of urban legend type stuff. And man, the visual style to this looks so good. I love the flashy colors and the um, you know, the dark shadows that come out and Ooh, I've watched this trailer like six times since the stream ended, and it's very good. Yeah, um, shout out to Bethesda for their visual design, as we'll talk about later. Um, uh, next, they showed off gameplay officially this time, not in a leak of Godfall, uh, which looks pretty good. Honestly, I I was not expecting to be entertained by this game. Oh, no, wait, I missed something. Sorry. Backing up, backing up. Yeah, uh, Jet the Far Shore. Jet. Jet the Far Shore, which they didn't really communicate what this was. Yeah, I didn't um, get this one at all. I'm on board with yeah. it. It looks to be something like, um, and this is not going to be very clear at all, but like Spore, <laughs> where, you know, you're kind of following this civilization i mean i guess civilization would be a better comparison but just kind of how they're progressing and then helping them along through you know the planet phase and the space travel phase and finding new planets with different and with different creatures and whatever that's my takeaway from it it was not a very clear trailer at all (laughs) no it wasn't and i think unfortunately it being sandwiched between all these other awesome games kind of made it get lost in the shuffle as you just witnessed as i literally just skipped over it um but you know it's one that like we don't know too much about yet the developer is called super brothers is that the same developer who did super brothers swords and sorcery from like a decade ago does that ring a bell Um, to you no it does not ring a bell to me um I am going to look it up while you talk about the next game, though. Okay, cool. Yeah, Godfall. Um, Gearbox is publishing it. They announced this at the Game Awards a couple months ago. From what we know about it, it seems like a Destiny, but more melee combat focused, which cool. The combat looked really nice. It looked kind of like a, kind of looked like it had the slow movement of a Souls, but a little bit faster, which is appealing to me. Um, I don't know about this one yet. The music was cool, <laughs> in this trailer, but. I, I don't know. I think I need to see more, honestly. Yeah. Um, it does look like uh, the people behind Jet, the Far Shore, did make that sword and sorcery game. Okay, so there's a pedigree. That game's kind of a, a famous indie game, so okay. That makes a little more sense then, because I was confused as to what this was and why they showed it, but okay, I can take that. Uh, any thoughts on Godfall? Um, Yeah, I mean, it has that hip-hop light that is not going to be in the game uh, trailer music that I was like, okay, this is fun. Um, I love the colors. You know, it's very bright. It's very, has that sort of shiny look to it that I just really appreciated. Um, But in terms of gameplay, I did not, it did not click with me, but I'm also not. I got to hear about the impact of the hits, right? For a game like this. Like if this game comes out and people are like, Dude, it just feels so good to swing your sword and hit stuff with it. Then that's a different story. But watching the trailer, I just didn't get that vibe. So it's 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 kind of up in the air. Yep, yep, for sure. Um, next we have Solar Ash. This this one this one sold me again immediately. Um, Same developer as Hyper Light Drifter, by the way. Yeah, Heart Machine. Um. Yeah, I think the colors and the movement of it immediately sold me on this game. Still haven't played Hyperlight Drifter. I do own it. I just haven't gotten to it. Um, We've got to do that for the show. I'm just going to yeah. say that right now. That's going to we'll, be one we cover. We'll put that in the show notes as well. But the 
Um, but yeah, man, the character designs, the colors and the movement especially reminded me a lot of Fury. F-U-R-I. Yeah, um, I can see that. Which, God, that game is really good. And I was like, okay, if this is kind of a mix between Fury and Hyperlight Drifter, then I'm on board. The designs already got me on board. So, yeah, super cool looking trailer. Um, really enjoyed this. Uh, then we go to Hitman 3, which, surprise, surprise, looks great. It's uh, not a gameplay trailer, but also we know what Hitman is at this point. So that's fine. Um, those games have just gotten better and better, from what I've heard. I only I did I only played 2016. I didn't play Hitman 2, um, but I love 2016. Like that stealth sandbox approach is really fun and cool. I'm glad they get to continue doing this series because it was a little up in the air for a while. Um, so I'm, I'm glad this exists. I'm excited for it. Yeah, you've never um, played one of these, the... have you? Uh, I don't think I've played any Hitman game other than Hitman Go, which doesn't count. But <laughs> Um, Hitman goes cool, but yeah, it's it's a different thing. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really count. The um, I did notice that after the trailer, when the developer started talking about it, he did say it was like the last of the trilogy, so this might be the last one for at least a good long while. That's interesting. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. They've been making Hitman games for like decades, so... Yeah, I was going to say, I wasn't if... Hitman 1 on the PS2? Yeah, and, and for people who don't know, the... It, it's a modern trilogy. There have been Hitman games, yeah, since the PS2. Um, and there's a billion of them. But yeah, of but, the yeah. modern trilogy, the 2016 Hitman 2 and then Hitman 3 now, so. Yeah, uh, cool stuff. Those are cool games. I'm always happy for more really good stealth games, and those games are absolutely that. Uh, then next we have another surprise. A new Astrobot game. Uh, it doesn't look like it's VR, so I'll probably be able to play this one. <laughs> yep, yep, for sure. It looks really dope, like another 3D platformer. I'm I'm all in. Um, yeah, it's called Astro's me. Playroom, and um, the title immediately made me think of the um, was it called the Playroom on the PS4? The it was, yeah. Um, and wasn't Astrobot like in there somehow so maybe it's just an expanded version of what was in there yeah um that playroom on ps4 though it is just a lot of mini games and this looked to be more substantial than that yeah so maybe it's just taking the you know astro the the playroom sort of tech demo-y like gimmicky type here's what the ps4 can do um doing something similar for the PS5, but stretching it out to be a more complete game, like um, Astrobot uh, Robot Rescues. What was that game called? Uh, Robot Rescue Mission, I believe. Yeah, that's it. Um, so maybe there. it is going to stretch out to be something like that, which I'm down for. I hear great things about that one. So. Yeah, that's one of those ones that kills me. I don't have a PSVR, and I would really love to play it. Which, they didn't mention it in the... Um, in the stream, but they have to be having some sort of integration, yeah? With VR? Yeah, either a new headset or the original PlayStation VR headset. They didn't talk about it here, but I believe they've announced it. It'll just work. Okay, that's good. Because I still have yet to invest in one, so if more games come out, then maybe I will. Yeah, right. Uh, we get another uh, seemingly indie game called Little Devil Inside which also looked awesome. It looked like another 3D action-adventure game. It has a really neat look. I really enjoyed the characters and their style on this yeah, one. The, what looked to be the story and sort of the character dynamics reminded me a lot of... Um, uh, now I'm spacing on that name, too. The newest Leica movie, which is... Oh, um, yeah. I get you. <laughs> Yeah, man, I feel so bad I can't remember that name. It'll come to me later. Um, but yeah, I love that, you know, they, they're they kind of low-poly characters and um, and all that, but man, those that resolution just really makes them pop, and the colors are really great, um, and the use of the motions of the characters, I was like, okay, this game's actually really cute. I love this. Yeah, and I love the cross-cutting between the action-adventure fighting 
and the like normal life stuff that they were doing in the trailer i'm this one's definitely piqued my interest yeah i'll definitely have Uh, to missing link was that movie yes which i didn't see unfortunately yeah that movie's good um definitely reminded me of that next uh reveal was you get a basketball player on screen they're going to talk about nba 2k21 yep it's Uh, not for us but (laughs) sure it'll be pretty cool happy for yep uh, all the basketball fans out there you can get ray tracing on the basketball sweat shit that one's that one's baseball (laughs) (laughs) whatever not sports guys Um, over here yeah but that'd be cool i'm sure that'll be a very pretty game and Hopefully they don't sure, mess it up with microtransactions well. like the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um. Um. Another huge surprise for this next one was Bug Snacks, which is I by. I love this. <laughs> it's so great. Um, Octodad developers. It, yeah, Young Horses, the indie studio that the Octodad developers made, um, is making a new game called Bug Snacks, where you get you know, little sentient bug creatures that are all snack foods, like strawberries and hamburgers and french fries. You know when um, you see something and you're like, that was definitely fueled by mushrooms. <laughs> this was definitely fueled by mushrooms. All right. I loved it. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Like, I'm here for it. It, it looks really neat. Um, again, These are the same like people that, that made a game about an octopus who's a dad and no one really understands yeah that he's an octopus so whatever i'm here for it it looks fun absolutely I mean, looks we haven't seen gameplay but the characters look fun we saw a little bit it, it looks like a light 3d platformer which hey down yeah um, for sure and then next we got what i'm sure will be many people's favorite announcement which is the demon souls remaster it looks real nice it looks like more than a. It does. Um, the article I'm looking at here does call it the Demon Souls remake, um, which I think it's just going to be called Demon Souls. Man, am I happy this exists! Have you tried to play the original Demon Souls? I have not. I've heard it's a nightmare. Uh, yeah, sorry to all you Demon Souls diehards, but fuck, I can't play that game. Um, not only is it brutally hard, which I know is the point. But there's a lot of design elements that are just really archaic that I'm like, oh, this sucks. And then the controls, I don't know, it just really put me off. Um, a friend let me borrow it for like a week and I only got through like the first level or two. And I'm like, oh, this is not for me. And I, that's speaking as someone who has beat Dark Souls three times. Dark Souls one. So I'm so glad that this is getting remade. It's going to be, you know, a lot snappier, hopefully. It's not going to look like a 2009 video game hopefully a lot of those elements that were super archaic can be reworked um notably it's not being made by from software who did the original it's just no. blue point games doing the remake and then japan studio helping out well but, don't say just blue point games do you know what they did they made the excellent shadow of the colossus remaster from two years ago which might be one of the greatest remakes of all time. So, I don't know. This... Yo, what's up? Um, Say again, you got really latency'd oh. out. That's okay. Uh, so, Bluepoint made the Shadow of the Colossus remake from 2018, which is one of the most pretty, like, updates, remakes ever. So, they're, oh, yeah, I played like, that uniquely this year. qualified for this stuff before. Um, so cool like i i think they'll probably kill this and yeah from the trailer alone it looks fantastic yeah and i i really like this is happening personally i'm a bit disappointed i was hoping that their remake because they've been rumored to be remaking a title for playstation ever since shadow of the classes i was hoping it was going to be metal gear one uh just because that that's a title that appeals more to me but this looks really cool like i'm glad for people who are excited for this yeah, um, yeah, because it's one of those more forgotten PlayStation exclusives, um, unless you're talking to Souls fans in which they're like, oh, this is the original, you gotta play, and like, this game's not yeah. that great. 
when they got to Dark Souls 1, I think they really were like, oh, okay, this is how we make it. <laughs> this is how we do what we want to do. Um, Real quick, keep talking about this for a couple seconds. I'm going to grab my water. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm i glad this exists. I think it looks really pretty. Um, I've been talking to some people who have played the original Demon Souls, and they weren't... I don't know, they weren't sold on the graphics, but that could just be nostalgia, and the animations are updated. Um, but, man, the... Dark Souls games, Dark Souls 1 is the only one I've actually finished, um, but man, it I fell in love with that game immediately, and to see, you know, the progenitor to that being remade for an audience that, you know, now we have two Dark Souls sequels and Bloodborne, so to have another one of those games, it's not a new one, it's not Elden Ring yet, but it's something that I think a lot of people didn't play either because they didn't know it was related or like me can't play the game because it's old (laughs) um and just really difficult it's something that I just I'm glad exists now yeah it looks it looks really neat um but let's let's move on to what we referenced earlier and talking about Bethesda and their art styles let's talk about Deathloop holy shit my favorite trailer of the whole thing it looks so cool man it and it looks like a perfect evolution of dishonored to me where it's got all of those mechanics it's got the sort of warping around and the first person stuff stuff but it's now using this time loop mechanic where if you get killed or caught you just rewind time again and try again which is so cool because the biggest problem with those games is and any self game honestly is you're kind of terrified to get caught, so you're not really using those tools effectively. And to see them kind of think about that and work that into the game mechanics is really cool. Yeah, and if you, even if you are the kind of person that has sort of memorized the enemy routes and can do everything, you know, you're planning out your strategy, it doesn't fully work in the story because this person, your character is kind of visiting it for the first time lore wise. So this is okay. You and the player are going to view it for the first time and the second and the third. So it kind of, as the story progresses, the story, the main character is going to know what it's doing as well. I just think it's really smart. And the way they've done this sort of like seventies comic book look to it, um, with a lot of those bright colors and the oranges, especially, Man, it's just really stylish. I love the look of this. Yeah, looks amazing. And I mean, we shouldn't be surprised because the Dishonored games also look amazing. Prey 2018 looked amazing, or 2017, whatever. They're they have a huge. That company is really good with style, and they they kind of nail it. So cool, like really stoked for this one. Yeah, I was I was completely sold on it when the first trailer came out at E3, but seeing actual gameplay of it oh man this looks super cool i'm still not sure how they're going to integrate that whole rival assassin thing like do you pick which one you want to play and the story would be completely different because the one guy's trying to stop the loop and the other one's trying to you know not (laughs) like trying to keep it going so i don't know what it sounded Uh, like to me was that you'd pick one and they'd be separate campaigns but i don't know i think it'd be really cool if you know, the main story is you play as the guy trying to stop the loop, but then you can also jump in as the as the girl who's trying to protect it and stop another player's campaign. I think that could be that really interesting, be interesting, but I don't know. <coughs> I'm sold on whatever they're going to do anyway because I loved Dishonored 1, loved Prey. Um, this game looks fantastic, so I'm all on board. And then we get a banger of an announcement one you know if you paid attention right this game leaked a while ago at this point but resident evil village hell yeah hell Doing yeah that same naming thing that they did with the last one i love it it's so cheesy and dumb and it's great it's the best like man i just love resident evil i thought resident evil 7 was so fresh and so cool and i'm glad that they're continuing that style um, especially after remaking two and three and kind of going back to a third person, more classic style, like awesome. I'm really glad this exists. I, it looks amazing. 
I'll be there, you know? Um, yeah, I have yet to play a Resident Evil game, but um, seeing all the rumors of, oh, now they're going to remake Resident Evil 4, it's like, eh, I don't think they need to do that. So seeing them not do that, not announce another remake, they're doing a new entry, that's actually really exciting. I'm glad that they're moving on, um, you know, taking a look back to see what worked from the from 2 and 3, remaking those, and then moving on to 8. I think is going to be really great. Um, I know probably different teams worked on them, but I think that's going to be really yeah. fun to fun to see. This one's got werewolves in it. Fuck yeah, let's Goddamn go. werewolves. <laughs> Hell yeah. Resident Evil werewolves. That's what threw me, honestly. I love it. I mean, Resident Evil is not a series known for its consistency, so it's fine. Like, yeah, I mean, it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, So next we have a game that was a cinematic trailer, really dope looking, uh, but we don't really know much about it, called Pragmata. Um, Looks like Capcom is publishing it. I don't know if they're making it. I think so. I think they're the ones developing it. Cool. Um, That's good then. I'm always happy to see a new IP from them. The trailer, when I first saw it, and I haven't played this game, granted, I was like, is this a new Death Stranding thing? Because he looked like the Death Stranding guy to me. Yeah, like the Ludens. Um, yeah, I mean, that character isn't actually in Death Stranding at all. It's kind of just like a little reference, but it did strike me as that. Um, but I don't know, the what they showed in the trailer with, he has this sort of... Um, pack that's attached to his spacesuit um that he can program to make objects for him and then he can shoot him out of this gun i think that could be like a really cool game mechanic and then there's this little girl who's most likely not human and most likely not real but kind of just like sits on his back and can make stuff out of the launcher um so all of that kind of sells this practical third-person shooter vibe to me um yeah i don't know what do you think about this whole trailer it's a cool trailer it's got me intrigued i want to see gameplay um i don't know i i I like the vibe though i'm I'm into it and capcom in the the last like four years has been killing it so honestly their name and knowing that they're making this that that's got me pretty excited yeah, for sure. I mean, there's the whole Truman Show TV sky and the sort of warped building that's in the street that I was like, okay, yeah, you got me. I think this looks cool. Yeah, looks like it's probably got some horror elements, which is cool. I'm, I'm down. Let's talk about the big boy. Let's talk about some goddamn Zero Horizon Zero Dawn 2 or whatever they're calling it. Looks like it is Horizon Zero Dawn 2 officially. Which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's go. Horizon 1 Dawn. Oh, no. Sorry. It's Horizon Forbidden West. That's right. They said that. Um, Horizon 1 Dawn. Looks real good. Like, uh, you didn't play Horizon, right? Uh, no, I have not. We got to do that. Because that game is one of my favorite games this gen. Um, I loved it. I loved playing it. I loved the gameplay. I loved the story. I loved Aloy. So, like, just more of that is so exciting. Um, I love this new environment. It's got more of a tropical feel versus the first game, which, uh, semi-spoiler here, but was set in Colorado. Um, so that one is a little more arid and a little more cold. This feels a lot more warm and kind of pleasant and looked like there was a bunch of new enemies. And I'm just thrilled. Like, I'm so excited for this. Yeah, this game came... The first game came out in a kind of unfortunate time frame being, like, really close to Breath of the Wild, which you know, kind of was like, oh, this is how you do open world games. (laughs) So that it was mainly of people wanting to defend one or the other. And you can like both. That's totally valid. It's just, I played the shit ton of Breath of the Wild instead and also didn't have a PS4. Um, So I've yet to got yet to actually play it. Um, But who knows? I mean, a sequel coming out could get me to play the original I'm sure it's super cheap now. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I, I I'm a huge fan of it. So this was, and, and this was something again 
we all kind of knew it was coming, so I was just like, it just happened. I was like, yes, this looks so good. So into it. Uh, and that was the last major game announcement. After that, we finally got to see what the console looks like, and it looks pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on this. <laughs> so, like I was alluding to early, I don't know that I love the design, but I do like that it's something different. It's not just a black box, so that's nice, I guess. But, yeah, it's got this weird, like, angular, very thin like kind of look to it yeah i mean um, i'm it does match the controller which is good but yeah i don't know um yeah i'm i'm the kind of person that actually really likes the black box design other than the series x i don't know what's going on there i like when they look like you know a dvd player or a vhs player it's like uh, that kind of fits in the entertainment center to me um, this one, when standing up, looks like a modem, which <laughs> I'm not wild about. Um, and it kind of looks like it's wearing a white jacket. Yeah, I can see that too. Um, my biggest thing when looking at a console, and this is just how my brain works, I immediately look at it and I'm like, where is the dust going to collect? Because <laughs> I know it's going to get dusty. That's just how all my consoles get. And having it upright like they're showing it, you know, you have the vents in the top. Those are immediately going to get dusty. It's going to be awful. Um, laying it on its side, I can't really picture it which way it lays down. Um, but the weird sort of curves to it doesn't really lend itself to being sideways. Um, it's not something like the Wii, which is designed to be vertical, but then can also be horizontal because it's a rectangle. This is like this weird Mobius strip type design that I don't, I don't know. It just was weird. So there is a picture of it on its side. Um, and it looks fine. Honestly. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm hoping it'll grow on me like the controller. But who knows. Hopefully on the recording that buzzing isn't picking up but man something's going on outside <laughs> um yeah i don't know how i feel about this one <laughs> i think the shocker to me here was they announced two editions one of them being a digital oh, only man. so it's got no hard that it's got no uh, i hate drive. that i hate that yeah. so much <laughs> i mean if it's gonna happen it was always gonna happen right we're we're moving this way and I'm just surprised at their announcement for this machine. They immediately said, oh, and you can get this one without a disk drive. Like, that was kind of shocking to me. I I was not expecting that at all. I expected it to happen later down in the console's life cycle. But, cool, I guess. Yeah, I mean, in terms of design, the disk drive does seem like kind of an afterthought. Because it's got this sort of tapered look in the front. So the disk driveless version the one without the drive does taper into the front and it looks nice that way but uh, you just you just can't sell me on a console without a disc drive i'm such a sucker for physical media i'll buy a disc anytime i get the chance but also you know you download a game you can only hold so many games if you uninstall it you have to reinstall it which i know is true about discs yeah, but then right, if you yeah, if you lose your account or the internet d is down, you can't get your other games. And what if you sell the games or you want to loan the game to a friend? Then you got to give them the disc. And uh, just I just hate that it doesn't have a disc drive. And also that completely negates the point of it being a 4K Blu-ray player because it doesn't have a disc drive. <laughs> yeah, well, at least they are giving you the option, right? Yeah, um, no, I know it's not I just I can't like... imagine that the one with with a disk drive will be the cheap one. <laughs> um, so, heads up on that. Yeah, but to my knowledge, disk drives are not the expensive component of the computer. Like, here I could see maybe the one without a disk drive being $50 cheaper cool i guess the thing's probably already gonna be like six hundred dollars so yeah i don't know um 
yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about that thing because they didn't announce price, which unsurprisingly, I think that they're waiting for Microsoft to do it. I think that both of them will announce their prices as late as possible to try to undercut each other. Um, do you think it'll hit six hundred dollars? Because I think there's no way. I think no, there's no take way. A that was hyperbole. Six hundred again. Yeah, that <laughs> just was because of the PR nightmare that would be for them. Um, yeah, I think it'll launch somewhere around that 450 range oh wow that's cheaper than i, I would i was gonna say they're gonna get as close as they can i'm just gonna say 550 yeah i mean i could see that this you know the tech that they're putting into these consoles with the ssds and the crazy graphics cards that they're running now with the ray tracing i could see it reaching up that high it's just man it's hard to sell a console with that price tag on it totally um and not to you know to bring some real world real world stuff into this we've heard about uh supply constraints and stuff because of coronavirus and so i wonder i bet that that's just going to balloon the cost a little bit right so and that's just an unfortunate reality of the times we're living in and i unfortunately can see this thing hitting by 50 i don't think it'll go higher than that again i don't think i think they're terrified of that 600 dollars number because of the ps3 but yeah, I think 550 is not unlikely, unfortunately. Yeah, um, I mean, I agree with you. I don't think it's unlikely, but I really, really don't want it to because my wallet are, is already hurting at the idea of having to buy one. So I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to spend 600 on on a thing plus a game plus a controller charging thing plus the tv remote that i don't know if it's coming with or is a separate thing right um again apologies for that vibrating noise which i can see is absolutely coming through on my waveform i can't do anything about it they're doing construction outside of my house and i unfortunately it's just gonna happen so hopefully the audio's not too bad guys um so let's talk about is there anything that you were surprised they didn't show or they didn't show up here um, not really. I mean, there's always things that companies could show when they're de- debuting a new console. Like, yeah, they could have shown a new God of War game. And it's like, you know, give the developers a break. But the stuff that they showed was already pretty impressive that they have all this ready. <laughs> yeah, totally. I will say I had convinced myself they were going to announce a new Crash Bandicoot. Oh man, yeah, that's that's true. They should have done that. And I know yeah, Crash Bandicoot's already rumors. like multi-platform now, but mm, it's always been. There's a rumors Sony. of one coming out this holiday, so I think I was just like, "Oh, this makes sense. They're gonna do it. They're definitely gonna do it." And nothing. So that was a little surprising to me. And that's not to say that it won't come out this holiday. It's just that I think this live stream in particular was mainly focused on. Uh, playstation exclusives or playstation console exclusives as a lot of the trailers show it's like it's a playstation console exclusive meaning the playstation's the only console but it's probably going to be on pc as well um i think you know if if we do see a new crash bandicoot game since that game has been on switch and xbox one and all that it's like yeah it's probably going to come later um same with like if they decide to do a new Spyro game, that kind of stuff. Please don't even say it. I'm sure. <laughs> I um, know Spyro yeah. fan over there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I hope I hope that gets announced soon. And then the other two things I was kind of shocked we didn't see. Actually, there's a couple. Um, was either the new Batman game or that leaked Harry Potter game, which we've been hearing about for literally years at this point. I thought for sure one of those would show up here, um, but nothing. I think that that Batman game is definitely coming out this year, so I, I'm curious to see when that will show up. Yeah, again, uh, those kinds of things I feel like are going to be on Xbox and PC as well, so it's going to be not something they want to show as, here's all these exclusive games for the console. It's going to be like, yeah, these are also coming. We're going to show it later in the year, maybe even later this month but probably early next month at the earliest sort of in that e3 time period a lot of those games are going to come are going to be announced and then they're also going to say ps5 yeah that's true but there are certain things where i'm like 
those would have been big deals for you even to just show and we've seen companies do that anyway even if they're not exclusives um another one that i'm like utter, utter, utterly shocked and thought was a, a lock would be call of duty like i thought for sure they were going to show that this time around because they've done it with every call of duty sony has announced almost every call of duty in the past like for this whole constant generation so that was a big surprise to me personally as well like where where's activision announcing that because they have a deal with sony to market it so i know that sounds like really dumb inside baseball stuff but they've done it every time and that is again much like gta a series that sells gangbusters every year yeah i definitely the, obviously this isn't the last ps5 presentation because we still don't have the price but you know it could be it's going to be later this year i honestly think that we're going to have a, a stream about this size again where they talk about a bunch of the other games and the price point and the release actual release date and all that so you know we'll we'll see a lot more not in the not too near future right all right anything else you want to talk about regarding this event uh no, I think I got all my thoughts out. Deathloop still looks absolutely insane. That's the main one. Yeah, totally. Uh well then, thank you for joining me for this. Uh I want to do more stuff like this, just more one-off random things on the podcast feed. Um and I think that this was a good one. I think that this worked out. Uh Yeah, it helped that they, we were set up to record and then we're like, oh yeah, this thing literally just ended. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, that pushes back our last of us episode, but hey, I'm really excited to talk about that with you tomorrow. Um, a lot of good things to discuss there. Which, by the way, while you're listening to this in either a couple days or maybe the next day, we should have our episode out on Final Fantasy VII. So definitely check that out. And then after that, we're doing Last of Us One and then Two. So be prepared for those. Yep, uh, definitely, definitely bring your tissues for the Last of Us episodes. Those are going to be rough. <laughs> for sure. All right. See you guys. Have a good day. Bye.